Hey, this is Rachel, and welcome, 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 welcome to the Live with Rachel. To the Live with, the Rachel. Live with Rachel. Rachel. Rachel podcast. 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 Welcome to the Live with Rachel podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Live with Rachel podcast. I'm your host, Rachel, and wow, it really has been a minute since I have made an episode. I haven't made an episode in a couple of months, and you know how life can be sometimes. Sometimes the months just get away from you, and it really did for me, you know. Very, very busy, very busy. But today I have finally prioritized some time to sit down, relax, and finally shoot this episode. So, hi, if you're new, welcome to the podcast. I am so happy to have you. And if you're someone who used to listen before, thank you so much for being patient and thank you so much for waiting for me to come out with a new episode. Um, honestly, though, I don't think there are a lot of people that really mind or care <laughs> about how much space is in between podcast episodes episodes, but I'm an avid podcast listener myself. So whenever one of my favorite podcasters don't come up with an episode normally, like on their normal schedule, I'm like, oh my gosh, what's happened? So yes, I can understand how frustrating it'd be when podcasters don't stick to a regular schedule, but hey, we all have flaws and mine is sticking to my schedule, <laughs> but I'm back. I'm here and we're finally going to do an episode. If you can't tell by my millennial-esque title, it's called YOLO. And recently in my life, I've just been noticing a, this reoccurring theme and it's just been popping up whenever I've been talking to any of my friends or my family or just people that I've met in general. And it's this whole idea of seizing the day. So this idea this millennial term YOLO <laughs> has definitely been around me in my life recently and it's been floating around in my brain making me think about it and uh, on the outside I feel like it's a really great message to get on board with and I definitely feel like the culture today is very much wrapped around the idea of you know you only live once so you should just do whatever feels good to you, to you especially in the moment um, but at the same time the more I thought about the concept of YOLO I just feel like it just has a lot of red flags that just pop up with that mentality and having having that mindset of you only live once, so you should just use the time however you want to and do whatever you feel is right for you and just whatever feels good, you know? So I thought the podcast would be a great place to talk about this concept. So yeah, here we are talking about this really aged uh, term, YOLO. So when I think of that you only live once kind of mentality. The first thing that I actually think of uh, is that movie, uh, Dead Poet Society. We had to watch it in English back in high school. And I'm sure you guys are also familiar with it. But if you're not familiar with it, it's basically about this progressive English teacher. At the time, he's considered very progressive. And he encourages his students to basically break free from the social norms and to go against the grain and to live life however you want to unapologetically. And I think the most memorable quote that I can remember from the movie is carpe diem, which is Latin for seize the day. And it's a phrase that basically says that you should live life, you should live your life for today and just don't worry about tomorrow. So it's mainly based on being impulsive and a lot of people live by this motto and I've even seen some people with it tattooed like on their arm or something because they just love the concept so much. So yeah, I can, I can get on board. Like I understand it's a it's a fun, you know, carefree kind of a motto. I can understand as someone who, you know, stresses out and overthinks, I can understand the 
you know, the draw to want to live more freely. So I can understand. And Jesus himself actually had his own version of carpe diem, and it's found in Matthew chapter 6, verses 32 to 34, and it says this, Your heavenly Father knows that you need them, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things will be provided for you. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So what the what it's the the passage is talking about when it says them beforehand they list a bunch of things that a person might worry about on their day-to-day life. So that's what them means in this context. <laughs> but this this verse it differs from the whole not worrying about tomorrow mentality just by actually saying instead of not worrying and living carefree and doing whatever you want Instead, it's actually wiser to trust in God for tomorrow rather than pretending that tomorrow isn't going to come so we should just do whatever we want. Now, if we don't look at the impulsivity side and the whole not worrying about tomorrow so we should do whatever we want mentality, it actually does have some ideas that are valuable and do line up with the Bible. So for example, we should be making the most out of every opportunity and we should be definitely using those opportunities for good things and not for bad things. And when we do live with the understanding that our days on earth are actually numbered, then we can stop regretting the things that happened in the past. And this is something that I personally have struggled, like I really struggle with this. I struggle with looking back at my past and, you know, just being filled with guilt and shame and, you know, it's it's really tough to just uh, turn around and leave that all behind. But when we do stop living in the past, we actually can start living in the moment for a purpose, a new purpose, you know, a new tomorrow. And we can start thanking God for those things. And for the things that we have right here, right now, we can be grateful for the sunrise and the sunset and just how beautiful it all is. We can be thankful that we have a roof over our heads. We have food in the fridge and, you know, all of these little things that we take for granted. One of my favorite pastors, uh, Rick Warren, likes to say, you were made by God and for God. And until you understand that, life will just never make sense. And I've personally found that statement to be so true from, from just from my own personal experience, because we're not given this life just so that we can just spend our days being selfish. Ephesians chapter 5 verses 15 to 17 in the CSB version says, Pay attention then to how you walk, not as unwise people do, but as the wise do, making the most of the time because the days are evil. So don't be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. So we can spend our time purposefully and appreciatively by investing our time and resources into things that matter and by preparing wisely for the future. If you don't want your life to have an impact, then you can just turn this episode right off because you probably won't like what I have to say for the rest of the episode. But if you do want your life to make an impact, then you've just got to get control over your time. Because like I said, I, my time at the start of this episode, I said that I suck at controlling my time and using my time wisely. So learn from me. (laughs) But if you don't use the time that you have for good and you don't know how to manage your time, there are just so many places that you can learn how to actually and you know you can actually use resources to help you organize your time so that you can use it better I have a calendar I have reminders on my phone some people use journals you know whatever works for you but 
If you don't learn how to manage your own time, then you're limiting the kind of legacy that you'll actually leave behind. You're just, you're just coasting in life. You're just letting life happen to you. You're not using it purposefully. You're not using it for good. You're just wasting time. And if you waste time with things that don't really matter, the reality is, is that you're wasting your life because your time is your life. So it's really beneficial for you to stop every once in a while and just really ask yourself, is this the best use of my time? Is what I'm doing the best use of my life? It would also be worth asking yourself at the same time, do my actions have good or bad consequences? Because all actions do have consequences. I know some people who don't care about their words, their whole mentality around what they say is just, I'm going to say and do whatever I want. And if you don't like it, then that's your problem. And not my, it's not my problem, but that usually ends up being very hurtful. Like, yes, you have the freedom of choice to make whatever decision that you want, but unfortunately you do not have the choice to escape the consequences of those actions. That's just a reality. The principle of sowing and reaping is very much real and it's been proven time and time again. And if you don't know what the principle of sowing and reaping is, it's it's very simple. Think of it in a farming context. We reap whatever kind we sow. So if if I sow seeds to grow an apple tree, if I take care of the seed, one day the seed is going to grow into an apple tree and one day it's going to bear apples. And I know that because I planted apple seeds. So in the same way, if you sow good fruit bearing seeds, you're going to get plants that have good fruit on it, food that's good for eating. And that is a good thing. But if you don't sow any seed or if you sow seeds that are bad, like weeds, because weeds are bad because they strangle good fruit from being developed. So if you sow bad seeds, you're, you're just going to end up getting bad in return. You're just going to get weeds in return. It's going to strangle all the life out of whatever's around it. And it's, you can't harvest weeds. It doesn't have any fruit. So it's just sucking the life out of everything. Galatians chapter six, verse eight says, the one who sows to his flesh will reap destruction from the flesh, but the one who sows to the spirit will reap eternal life from the spirit. So When we live a life of heavy drinking, doing drugs, lots of sex with multiple different people, just carnality and just indulging in the flesh in general, then we're going to reap what comes from that. We're going to reap things like heart disease, stroke, cancer, weakening your immune system, getting memory problems like dementia, or as well as other mental health problems like depression, anxiety, schizophrenia, things like that. Things that result from poor life choices, poor eating choices, poor lifestyle, that kind of a thing. But on the positive side, Proverbs chapter 11 verse 18 says, a wicked person earns deceptive wages, but the the one who sows righteousness gets a true reward. So the same applies in our world today. There are natural consequences to our actions, whether we want to believe it or not. The world operates under the law of cause and effect, and simply there's just no way around it. When we choose an action, we're also choosing the consequences of that action, just like I said before. I actually want to go back to that Rick Warren quote that I said earlier. You were made by God and for God, and until you understand that, life will never make any sense. So have that in your mind while I read out these two verses. The first is from 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 11. And in the Living Translation, it says, Dear brothers and sisters, you are only visitors here. Since your real home is in heaven, I beg you to keep away from the sinful pleasures of this world. They are not for you, for they fight against your very souls. 
And then the next verse I want to talk about is Colossians chapter 3, verse 2, and it says, Let heaven fill your thoughts. Don't spend your time worrying about the things down here. Our world today wants to encourage you to live impulsively, to only care about what makes you happy right now. It just promotes instant gratification. I see this a lot today, particularly when it comes to shopping. Now, don't get me wrong, I love shopping, but the, you know, the whole idea of, you know, you see something you like, but rather than waiting, our response is just, oh, I want it now, so I should get it now. I don't care if it'll put me in debt, I just want it now, and I'll just deal with the consequences later. But we should actually be practicing delay gratification and we actually should be staying focused on things that are of eternal significance things that will actually last forever and when we live in light of eternity drama trouble perishable things like clothes furniture your car your house all of those things just they just don't mean as much anymore they don't bother you as nearly as much you know none of that stuff interests you but think about what does last forever you your soul other people, their souls, impacting other people's lives for good. So we should be spending our time going in those things, fulfilling the purposes that God has put on your life, living a life of worshiping God, building relationships with people, investing your time into growing and becoming more and more like Jesus, serving others, and just things like this. These things, they're the things that have lasting effects that will last forever. What you say to someone can really change their lives, and I feel like not a lot of people think about that. So the phrase YOLO is right. You know, we we do only have one life. And rather than spending it making mistakes over and over, what I want us to think about is why don't we learn from the people who have gone before us? We can learn so much from others and we need to learn from others because we don't want to waste our time. We only have one life. We need to learn from others because we don't want to waste our life making mistakes. That's the whole point. We're supposed to learn from history because if we don't learn from history, we're just doomed to make the same mistakes again. Other people have gone through toxic relationships, broken marriages, miscarriages, alcoholism, drug addiction addiction, sex addiction, and I'm sure they would tell us, I've been there, I've done that, and here's how you can avoid the heartache that I went through. For me personally, whenever I talk about my failed first engagement and I see my friends in a wrong relationship, it just breaks my heart because I love and care about them so much and I don't want them to go through what I went through. So it's the same kind of deal. I just think it really would be better to learn from the mistakes of others and just in order so that we can avoid that pain and we can just move forward with purpose in our lives rather than making the same mistake, wasting months or possibly years of our life when we could be using that time for good. That's the encouragement that I really want to end on today. I just want to encourage all of you who are listening to really think about what you want to do with your life. Think about what kind of good you want to put into the world. Think how you want to impact others for good and yeah, just how you can live your life on purpose today and then tomorrow and just take it day by day living on purpose. So yeah, that's all I've got for you guys today. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I really do hope you enjoyed it and I hope it has been useful for you. And if the podcast was useful and helpful for you and if you're enjoying it, then I'd love for you to share it on social media or share it with a friend tag me on social media. Let me know that you enjoy these podcasts. And yeah, thanks again for being with me on this episode. And thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. Bye.